Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with five times. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side. Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK show. The season's dead, so long live the season. The NFL is a bit like the Terminator. It just won't stop. So neither do we. Coaching changes, awards, surgeries, UK faithful meetups, we will cover the lot because the off-season is definitely here. Uh, I'm Gareth Ellis and refreshed from their ayahuasca darkness retreats, it's Lee Gowland. Hey guys. <laughs> Paul Hope. What's up everybody? And Najee Karar. Hello everyone. Good evening guys. So let's dive straight in. D'Amico Ryans has left, taken up the head coaching role at the Texans. Uh, let's kick off, Paul. Big loss. Good game for the Texans. Yeah, we've, we've said it many a time in the show, Gareth. He's been huge for us. I mean, you look at what he's done for Fred Warner. You look at what he's done for Huff. You look at what he's done for the rest of the team. I was kind of hoping we might have kept him for one more season, but the Texans soon came calling. I was slightly surprised to see him go to the Texans. I know he was drafted there. I know he played there. I just thought yeah, maybe with, with their kind of recent coaching hires with the one and done, I'd hate to see Ryan's go there and be one and done. Um, but he goes with all our best wishes. We wish him well. I, I loved Absolutely. the welcome that he got. The Texans definitely rolled out the red carpet. But yeah, he's going to be a huge loss for us. And I'm sure every San Francisco 49ers fan is on the same page as me, Gareth. How about yourself? What do you think, Gareth, about Ryan's going to the Texans? Yeah, big loss again. It was a big loss when we uh, when we lost Salah, and then we uh, we went from Salah to Ryan's. So there's there's some confidence there. Hopefully that that can continue. Uh, but yeah, a big job. Uh, hopefully he's going to be because of the character and obviously his connections with the team. They're actually going to give him a bit of time because I think someone probably yeah. just wants to go through the Texans and and shred what's there and start again. Um, and, and put a whole new culture in the building. And hopefully that's something that uh, Ryans is going to take with him um, from the 49ers. You've got to admire the long game from Kyle Shanahan, who seems to have the better of his ex-coaches. Give it a few years and 31 teams in the league will have a Shanahan uh, tree coach uh, and we'll just go unbeaten season after season. <laughs> Nagy, some words on uh, D'Amico? Uh, yeah, not surprised that Tori went to the Texans. It makes sense to me, uh, considering the player he was for them. And he got drafted and all, all that, all that stuff. I, I've, there's also, you know, the the competitor in because he, he was a player. Obviously, he's a competitor. The the thing to like being the guy that turns the franchise around eventually. And and I'm sure, as you said, or he'll be given the tools for that. They've got a bunch of draft picks. I'm pretty sure he'll have more time than. Lovie Smith and can't even remember who was before. Uh, we were clearly placeholder waiting for him, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a great hire for the Texans. They've instantly became my favorite team in the AFC South. And, uh, yeah, I'm, all the best to him. It's, it's a shame we lose him. He was very good. We were very lucky. We had the Brett Favre and Rogers of coaches, haven't we? We didn't have to to sweat it too much on that department. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll do a wonderful job, if, if not just on the, uh, on the, not the, the play thing, but, the, you know, the behavior, the, you know, how the team is, is because that's what he brings from him and that's how, how we played on defense. Uh, I expect to see much of the same. Um, yeah, all the best to them, all the best to the Texans. Uh, who I, I kind of admire since they've got rid of that uh, degenerate player a few couple of years ago. Um, I I want them to do well because I think that was the right move to do. And uh, yeah, a great hire for them. Um, I'm sure we'll find somebody too. We've got the players, haven't we? And that's a good thing with our defense. Uh, the roster's here. We need somebody that just gels it together. Hopefully, we'll talk about it in a sec. Next guy, next man, next man up, isn't it? what do you think that man is Lee yeah so yeah. I mean you're right I mean it's good wrenching that he's gone he's had two fantastic seasons where he's impressed everybody um, it was going to happen sooner or later he's a very good coach I just hope that the Texans actually do the right thing by him because they haven't got a really good yeah. history of um, treating their coaches very well at all um, but I mean that, that's kind of understandable to some extent 
Um, I'm sure the Bill O'Brien era kind of scarred them all. Uh, I know it scarred the fan base. Um, I know a few Houston Texans fans, and um, that that was quite a painful time for them. So hopefully it's going to turn the corner for them with Domingo Ryan's going in there. Um, can we replace him? I think there's going to be some teething problems. Am I convinced the next person in is the right person for the job? Don't know, but we'll get that later. Um, I just really hope that um, there's not going to be too much turnover from our side because it'll be really devastating to lose your defensive coordinator, a bunch of course, coaches off the defence, and then the attrition that we're going to see in the uh, the defensive side of the playing roster as well. So now that I've bummed you all out, what's the next question, Gareth? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. I think even a, even it, it's the number one defence. So even if a guy comes in and, and gives us a sort of eight or nine ranked defence, it's going to seem like a, um, a bit of a step backwards, isn't it? Even though that might well be not bad. If you can be yeah. top 10 on each side of the ball, you're not doing something too too wrong. Um, Steve Wilkes is being mooted as potentially a done deal for his replacement, uh, fresh from his short stint at head coach temporarily for the uh, Panthers. I watched the uh, Panthers Niners highlights. Very weird seeing Christian McCaffrey in a Panthers uniform. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um... So, Steve it, Wilkes, um dismay or or pleasure? Uh, I think time will tell. I think he's relatively a young coach, considering uh, you know the the average age coach in the league and how long they've been doing it. But he's the next player, um, so that's always something that I quite like because they do understand the game on a different level. For me, players. Um, yeah, if we look at last year, I think we should all be happy about it. If we look at 2018, uh, Arizona Cardinal head coach, it's a little bit, it's a little bit worrisome. Uh, although I think he wasn't treated well there either. That's the year they drafted Josh Rosen, if everybody remembers, which obviously is a little bit uh, difficult to. How much, how much say did he have into that? Probably not, not a lot. Being the first year head coach. Um, but he also had, you know, the 2017 Panthers defense with Luke Kickley and Starlo Tulele and that kind of, which was a pretty dominant defense, if if we all remember that Panthers team. Just on the back of, I, I think if they had a good Cam Newton, they might have made the playoff a few more times than than, than they, they did. And um, yeah, so we'll see. I I like it. I think what he did last year in Carolina wasn't easy, considering the team we left behind when we went to Carolina and he, he picked that up and managed to, you know, win six game and almost so very close to get them in the playoff. I know it's in the, in the NFC South. It wasn't very hard, but yeah. Um, we'll see. I'm, 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 I'm quite happy. I think I'm, I'd be surprised if we doesn't do a good job, but uh, yeah, time will tell. What about you, Paul? Happy? Yeah, it was a strange one for me and Mr. Ludlam. The news broke literally just before we went live on Tuesday night. So like what Lee was saying earlier, quick scramble on your phone. Um, 53 years of age, Nadji, to answer your question, but he's had nearly two decades of experience in the NFL. I was quite pleased when I heard the likes of Brian Burns, who I was quite impressed with last year, come out and speak very highly about him and say that you know he cares about the players. He sounded very... D'Amico-esque, the way Brian Burns was talking about him. And then you, you dig into what Carl Shanahan has said, and he fits from our kind of scheme point of view, which is why I think Fangio was ruled out. I think, like what Nadji said, we've got the number one defence, we've got the players, they want someone to come in who the players are going to respect, who is going to be able to man-manage them. And if it ain't broken, don't fix it. And from yeah. what I've seen, he isn't gonna, he's not going to do too much different to it. Like Lee has said on a number of shows, which recently brought my mood down a little bit because I was on quite a positive <laughs> chain. And then Lee's been going around telling everyone we're losing all our players and pump on the brakes of optimism, Mr. Hope. So, no, I, I was quite pleased. Um, the Panthers did well last year when he took over, and I think he's going to be the right choice. And what we remember, gents, Carl Shanahan doesn't tend to get these decisions wrong. You've got to give him that credit. The coaching hires have been really good. And if Wilkes comes in, does a great job and goes on to become a head coach, 
we get another third round compensation pick. <laughs> so it just seems to be something that what Carlisle yeah. Hans seems to do, Gareth. It's just another plug in and just do the same for me. This is where Lee comes and shoots me down now, Gareth. I can see him itching. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's got yeah, this. I don't know what's up with him tonight. But I, I'm going to yeah, get the reputation of being the Grim Reaper here. Um, <laughs> so I've got to say, I, I'm underwhelmed slightly. Um, I, I've got some concerns. Obviously, he needs to be given a chance to see how he does. Um, as Paul's mentioned, he's, he's actually got 22 years coaching experience. Um, of those 22 years, it's about 16 years in the NFL. Um, and I, so I'm looking at his career history. In fact, let me let me bring this up so everybody that's uh, watching on YouTube, I can obviously talk this through for people listening. Oh wait, all of a sudden, I I read this completely wrong. Then he didn't play; he just coached. That's right, he didn't play, which oh, is another bad, one of everyone. my concerns as well. Right, so, my bad. Let me find. Here we go. So he has been a defensive back coach for yeah. So a few years. I mean, right, I thought he was yeah. playing defensive back. So where, Sorry, where are we everyone. at? So from from Washington in two thousand and five, and when it says Washington, I'm assuming it's talking about the college team, um, not the NFL team at the time. So secondaries coach, defensive backs coach, no, defensive he was backs, the defensive team. back coach, defensive back and assistant head uh, coach. That was a period of eleven years. So in my job. I interview a lot of contractors, and I know this is completely different, but one of the things we look for is um, longevity of roles, how long they're in a particular role. Sometimes there's a very good reason that they're in a in a short two, three-month role because that's all it takes to do that particular piece of work. But you have a look at uh, his resume, and there's a lot of sideway movement with very short time spans in between them. Some of them, he was only at teams for a year before he moved off to another role, in exactly the same type of role, which kind of suggests he's not getting promoted. He's not necessarily going to a better team. It's because he's been shoved out the door and people have just picked him up, which is what the concern is. He's had the one year as Arizona Cardinals um, head coach. He had one year as defensive coordinator at the Browns, um, one year defensive coordinator at Missouri. Then he's gone back over to the Panthers as a secondaries coach before he's eventually taken on the interim head coach. And to me, looking at that, I am worried. I am worried because I look at that and think, well, all of these short periods, he obviously has not impressed enough for them either to one, keep him or two, actually promote him internally on their own uh, team. So this feels to me as though it's a, it's a mistake looking at his resume. I, I'm just not impressed by it. He, he might completely blows out the water. Um, I remember thinking Salah was no good when he first came mm. in. I thought he really struggled, but then he blew me out the water. Um, I think Ryan's from day one, maybe the first couple of games, it was a little bit sketchy, but after that, you could just see. So let's give him a chance. He, he might be okay. Um, I, I just hope, I hope he proves me wrong, because I do have an awful feeling about this particular hire. Well, we've got to trust Kyle and, and John, really, don't we? They've so far have been hiring people that have been working out. Um, yeah. I think it's more of a system and a, a it's more of an ecosystem. It's not just one coach that decides everything that goes on, isn't it? So I, I think I you agree. know Chris Korvichek, the line yeah. coach, is good. A linebacker coach is good. A secondary coach is good. I think all he needs is no. He's not going to come in and throw away everything and try and do his thing. All he has to do is come in and do what we did and keep the intensity at a high level and to keep that top five defense, top you know, first best defense in the league. So I have faith. I think the thing is also you you're always restricted to who's available. Um, I, I, and right now on the market, I don't know who else would have done a better job, unless you have a name in mind that we should have hired. Um, no, that's the thing. I, I I don't know who they could yeah. have gone for or who was available. Um, I think Chris Harris was interviewed. Um, I think he was is quite close. But Nadji has stolen a little my thunder there. Johnny Holland, the linebackers coach. Chris Kasurik, the linebacker coach. I think Lee Wilkes has been brought in on the understanding. He keeps some coaches in place. Like Nadji yeah. said, they do their job. You come in 
and you do the best. And the fact that he's also Wilkes tends to be a bit more of the backfield, so where we've struggled, that tends to be his area of expertise. On some of the other shows that I've watched since the news has broke, a lot of people seem to be excited that Wilkes is going to come in and that's maybe going to be his strong point. So leave the coaches to do their bit. He's going to improve our bit. So I am probably being more optimistically. It's what I'm known for. But like you said, we'll, we'll suck it and see to steal one of your catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, will, we will. Yeah, exactly. We'll uh, we'll give him a chance. I didn't think he did a bad Bad job at the Panthers, really, given the given the way the season started. So, uh, yeah. medical news: uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is having a surgery in about ten days. So, four to six month recovery period. Naji, now the train has pulled into the station. Uh, how are things looking aboard the Brock Express? Well, it's kind of a sign of relief. Obviously, we this Tommy John nonsense that we've been hearing um, as really scared me. I, d- I really didn't want him to be out for a year, I think. It, especially the start that 80% of um, baseball players that have the injury and the surgery don't actually recover from it properly to play at the same level. That's what was concerning about that surgery. The fact that he's not having that is amazing. Uh, it means he'll be ready to go and just before training camp, essentially. Uh, maybe even OTAs. Uh, we, we might see him on the field. Um, and yeah, it, I mean, I, I think everybody's aware now that I'm on, I'm the, I'm the conductor, I'm the pilot and I will not step off the train. I'll wait for him to get back on it and, uh, we'll go for speed ahead into next year. Cause to me, it's his team to lose. And, uh, that would have been, that would have been hard to keep it. Obviously, if you, if you're rehabbing in September still, um, so yeah, that's good news on this front. Let's touch wood, fingers crossed. The surgery goes well and he makes a. It's a good surgery, and he makes full recovery uh, as soon as he can, and everything goes well for him. Um, yeah, because well, I think we were talking about it earlier, and I, I still haven't swallowed that that loss, and I feel gutted for him because the fairy tale story was was there for him to get to the Super Bowl and potentially win it, and it would have been amazing. Um, but I just, yeah, I just, I don't think I will ever stomach this one. Uh, it's, yeah. What a shame to finish a season like that. Uh, and uh, I now officially hate the Eagles more than pretty much any team. Uh, I, I, it's crazy, but I, I can't wait for the game next year. I might actually look into going and watching the, that game very specifically um, for for revenge reasons. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, don't care about the Rams. Don't care about the Cowboys. I just want to beat the Eagles now. Um, yeah. Lisa itching That's to me. jump in there. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon I'm itching? Um, I think, <laughs> obviously, I mean, I, I can't be happier that uh, they've said that he's going to be ready to start playing again before training camp. Um, yeah. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how his arm is, whether or not he's lost a little bit of zing off his uh, arm. Those sideways throws that he does, apparently that might be affected a little bit. Um, obviously, it, it's it's an injury to his thrown arm. It, it's definitely going to affect mm. him somewhere. Yeah. How quickly he gets over that, we don't know. I mean, we saw what happened with Jimmy when he did his knee. I, I think it probably took him three seasons to get over that before he looked comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's right. It, it, it's yeah, it's it's going to make for an interesting training camp. But I'm glad that it's only six months rather than twelve, twelve month, nine yeah. to twelve month. Yeah. Hopefully he's made the right decision. He's made the decision based off the uh, the medical expertise rather than I need to get back there as quickly as possible to protect my position now that I've won the right to, to be the starting quarterback. And he has. Let's face it, he has. And oh, I think yeah. Trey okay. mentioned it himself. How can he possibly expect to go in after the job that Brock Purdy has done? I think it'll be an open battle in camp. I can well see that. And if Brock Purdy comes back and his arm is okay after surgery, then it is Brock Purdy's um, position to lose. It, it's got to be because what we that saw, if, if, what we if saw, Trey's is leg absolutely is right, excellent. Right. right, guys, we've got, we have got a guest Ooh. coming on. Let me let me Ooh. bring him in. Let me bring. I, I think you can hear us because he's smiling. G- give I'm us a wave if you can hear us. He can. Right. Let me bring him in then. Hello, Nick. How are you doing? 
Yeah, How are you doing, man. gentlemen? How are you doing? <laughs> are my good we, friends across the pond? We, we are absolutely good. fantastic. We're good. We're good. Right. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give everybody the context of why we have Nick on the show tonight. Um, so last year when I was over in San Francisco, Nick brought some gifts for you guys, which you finally, finally uh, received. Um, and what we decided to do is we, we'll get you to open them up on the, live on the show. Um, and, and then you Excellent. all open them at the same time so nobody can spoil each other's surprise. Um, <laughs> so obviously that, that was the idea, and uh, I've been trying to rope Nick into coming on the show um, while you do this. So so if you want, guys, crack on and open up those packages. Hey. It's going to take me forever, I feel like. Yeah. Thank you very much, Nick. Thanks Thank for joining you. us, and welcome on the show. A small gesture for what you guys do for the community, not only you know across the pond but all over the world. Thank you very much. Well, I was just going to say it's great to yeah, jump on with us because we feel the same. You, yeah. you represent us over there. You fly the flag. So For we're sure. blown away. It's, it's great to see. I was upset I didn't take it to Philadelphia because uh, that was my plan the whole time to have it at that game. I mean, we didn't get the outcome we wanted. But... No. no. So we were literally <laughs> talking about that seconds before you came on. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, go back and uh, recap everything, the whole episode, actually. So I was just thinking, just while we were waiting for you to finish work, Nick, and uh, to come on, I, I could have been really clever with the packaging I used, but I never thought of it at the time. <laughs> if I had you did, thought, though. no, no, yeah, no, I know. So I had to it's use not this. Yeah, I had to use. Um, <laughs> I had to use boxes where I could actually fit them in there to send right, them off. Right. But if I'd been clever, I could have used women's sanitary towels boxes <laughs> and sent. <laughs> 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 and made a real statement about how I feel about oh you guys. Oh my god! That's oh awesome. mate, this is. You this guys is open amazing. there, what? Well. Yeah, this yeah. is insane. This is crazy. Oh. It's a replica. It's not real. <laughs> Still, wow. Oh. So, so Nick, do, do you want to tell Naji what you told me in San Francisco oh. about which one I had to send to Naji? Yeah, I said, listen, remember to please give Najee a Kaepernick one. Do not give him a Jimmy G one. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Oh, it is Cap. Oh, wow. Thank it's you Cap, so much. Yeah. This is so cool. Wow. So I'm wearing mine as well. There yeah, you this go. is amazing. This awesome. is amazing. Thank you so I much. Have, I should have brought mine. <laughs> yeah. Have you should driven have, to work? Oh, me? Have you driven to work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you probably couldn't wear your rings and drive at the same time because your hands would have been getting <laughs> pulled down all the time so, because so, they're so, so heavy. Quick, quick story on that. You remember you told me about wearing them in the gold mine and that uh, because, you know, you got to clap so yeah. much and do all the stuff yeah. when Nick Clark says. So we're there for the i think it was the seahawks game because it was raining a little bit on yeah. and off so i'm there with chapman breezy and uh, clean and in one i'm so excited i'm like clapping boom the ring flies out man yes so heavy luckily it landed like right next to me right under me so i said you know what i took it off i put it in my pocket i'm not the most superstitious guy but guess what happens the seahawks come back in the second quarter I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm putting this <laughs> ring back on. <laughs> I put the ring back on, and we freaking took off. The, the second half, you know what the story was. We took off, and we won. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so I kept telling everyone, it's the ring. It's the lucky ring. And they're just, like, cracking up. But it was a good time. So you know you know how it goes in the in the gold mine section it's you immediately become basically family with everyone there yeah and you you just yeah. interact and it's it's awesome experience i can't wait till uh paul and uh gareth come down as well i don't know if they've ever been oh, i've, I've yeah, been to levi yeah not the uh not the yeah. uh gold rush so, gold so, mine. so <laughs> co coincidentally i actually put a post in the group today because on the last podcast i kind of um I announced what the grand plan was for next season, and that is to try and fill out the gold mine section with 49 Fair for UK. Um, so I'd had the conversation with Nick Clark while I was over there, asking how many it can hold maximum. Um, and I said, right, I'll aim for 40 people. And then I also said, well, what happens if more than 40 want to come? And he says, well, we can work something out. We can probably do something to accommodate that. 
And in the back of my mind, because I've tried to do this before where I've taken a group of people across the Levi's as like a 495th UK meetup, it's never gone well at all. It's been pretty poor, in fact. Um, the best we ever had was 20 people turned around and said, yeah, we want to do it. There was only two of us came out of the 20. So it was a bit of a wow. letdown because when it comes to put, when you, push comes to shove people are well it's a little bit expensive it's it's not the ideal dates i wanted so there's far too many factors in it um so i'll put the uh, post up in the group today expecting maybe 15 20 people to say yeah i'm interested at the moment (laughs) we're at 59 59, i could imagine 59 it would have been 49 i could imagine that it would have been been so guess who was mr 49 the 49th person to say, yes, I want to go. Our very own Kim Sorensen. Oh, he nice. he nice. is Mr. 49. Yeah, I love Kim. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we've got some exciting plans. Um, and uh, I think I've already said to the guys um, about if we go to the gold mine, um, definitely don't wear that because I had the same issue against the Saints. <laughs> I started clapping yeah. them because it was hot that day. It was quite hot that day. Um, so I was a little bit sweaty and the ring kept on moving every time I, I clapped my hands. So I, had, I, kept, yeah. I kept on having to punch my hand together to keep the ring on. So I was basically clapping like this with a, with a fist. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked ridiculous. <laughs> and they're all saying, what are you clapping like that for? My ring keeps on flying off my hand. That's <laughs> Mine is perfect size, by the way. Yeah. Can't there I will not go, go anywhere. Yeah. So good, perfect. Yeah, thank it's you an amazing much. gesture. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. So, yeah. Lee arrived. Yeah. Lee arrived a couple of weeks ago at mine and gave yeah. him this little box, Nick, and said, "You're not allowed to open it." I've been dying <laughs> to know what's in this I box. Imagine, and when he said, "But it's a welcome on the night." Yeah, it's it's amazing. Thank you very much. It was a great plan by. By Lee and actually with with the whole strike on the postal, uh, yeah, um, over there it was like I guess it was kind of building up. Would have been great if we would have been anticipating a Super Bowl, but you know, it's just uh, yeah, that so would be fantastic. Man, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's coming up. It's coming. Up. Yeah, hopefully, I, I think it's been pretty hard for us all to take the, the defeat against the Eagles because of the the manner we didn't really have a chance to actually. Give them a proper game. Um, so, well, you, yeah. you were there, Nick, right? You, you went to the game, didn't you? Yes, I went to the game. Oh, so the, I went with us. Wayne Breezy. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys know Moe's Nose. And, uh, yeah. I, I yeah, was yeah. also with yeah. a friend yeah, of mine, yeah. Corey. Tell us, how, how was it in the stadium? Because we, we had the meetup and it was pretty somber. I mean, it, luckily we were all together and I think that helped a bit. Um, booze helped a bit as well. Um, but yeah, how was it in the stadium? Tell us. So, out of all the road games that I've been to, this was by far the one where we were outnumbered the most. Yeah, it was especially where we were sitting on section 420, which is kind of high up, more like around the 30 yard line. And um, there was nothing but green around us. We were the only four with red, but the fans around us were pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I mean, considering it was up there and they were saying that that was the worst of them, it, they were pretty cool. They weren't that bad. I mean, it was a good experience. It was definitely interesting. You know, you have your fans that are very disrespectful. There yeah. were a couple of them that were disrespectful towards us, but, you know, we were, you know, we know how to handle ourselves and uh, we didn't let anything get over the line, but, uh, they they were pretty knowledgeable, just like me. When I go to a game, I interact with everyone. I, I, you know, I show them that I know about their team as well and their players, and I give my opinions. And usually, we agree. So it, it was all right. I mean, coming out of there, we left with around the six minute mark, six and a half or five minute mark in the fourth quarter, and it was sad walking out. And you know, some of them yeah. were giving us, you know, their business, but uh, I just kind of let. Dude, we didn't have an opportunity to win. Yeah. We got robbed of an opportunity. Yes, you guys deserve to win. You played great, but it's just sad the way it ended. Mm-hmm. But um, but the game was I definitely no regrets. Loved it. I thought we were going to witness history. Regardless, it was history. Mm-hmm. But um, we were on the wrong side of it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So I've, I've got to ask the question. 
had we won the game, would you have tried to climb up one of the greasy lampposts? Just just to give the big I am to the city of Philadelphia. I would be, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what I would have done, but that could have been a possibility. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would have, uh, who knows? I would have been, I would probably, I'll be straight up with you. I would have probably been probably shedding tears of joy. And at the same time, you know, kind of talking back at the fans and who knows, celebrating that's for sure. Yeah, I was ready to take off the next day. So it's like either that. It was a quiet ride home. My wife actually drove us there and she hung out with a friend of hers that lived about an hour away. And um, then she picked us up again. And it was a quiet ride. She's like singing. She's like, guys, what's wrong? I'm like, you know what's wrong. We can't. You have no idea. And she's, you know, she's getting more into it. So yeah. Yeah, I, I probably nice. would have done it, Lee, to answer your question. <laughs> yeah. so, so I've got to say we, we we had like a what a two hour two hour drive home after the game, um, and obviously the, the game for us didn't finish until half eleven, quarter midnight. Um, so we we weren't getting home till about uh, quarter past one, half one. Um, and and there was one moment which kind of snapped us out of our doldrums as uh, Andrew Hudson, who was driving us, nearly killed us all, um, <laughs> missing the turn off on a roundabout. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah. I just wanted Bad to night. say, Nick, before you shoot <laughs> off, I did see the footage of you, Moores, Breezy, singing loud and proud as you were walking to the stadium. Uh, yeah. And I absolutely love that, buddy. That I watched mm. that back the next day and I was feeling a bit low and I thought, you're a rep in red and gold. You were loud, you were singing, and I thought, that's it. That's what we want to see. Yeah. So I just oh, to say, well done for that, buddy. We all marched down and you would think we owned the, the stadium because we were all together. Yeah, there were fans kind of getting in our face saying stuff, but like we were singing the whole time. You know, we, we're ready. We're ready for y'all. Like we were just doing that. And interestingly, we did that the last time as well. And we two games to Philadelphia and it was actually deafening walking all the way to the stadium. Yeah. So one more thing before I go. So mm-hmm. when you're in Philly, they have their own thing. You know, we have the, for 49 first down, oh, 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 they have, they put their song on fly, Eagles fly yeah. on the way to victory or whatnot. So Mose and I had our own rendition in case we won and they lost. So it was by Eagles cry on the way to misery. And we were going to sing that the whole way down. If we won, had we won, but we didn't win. So we're going to have to save it for the next time. Yeah, save it for next, next season. Year. Next yeah. season. Next yeah. season. We're playing them next season. Yeah, yeah we are. Uh, that would have been good to hear that. That would have been good to hear that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Will you, uh, will you be watching the Super Bowl or are you going to give it just oh, give it a miss? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I was, uh, we were all planning on going to Arizona even if it's just for the festivities. And I actually um, was talking to somebody that was trying to look for like a corporate into the game in case we were playing. And it would have been nice, who knows, but I would have been there regardless. Chapman already has something set up. Uh, Breezy would have been there. You know, those guys are like, you know, they mean a lot to me. They're, they basically became my brothers in a sense this past season. Kind of like I see you guys, you know. I always say you're never alone when you're with a faithful, no matter where you're yeah. from. We have Very that in true. common. We have that in common. We have that love for the team, and it's like it's shared, just worldwide, and it's unbelievable, unbelievable. So, so I'd actually looked at doing exactly the same thing, going out to Arizona, taking in the atmosphere of of Super Bowl weekend, but then just finding a pub, a bar, to go and watch the game in, because there was no way I was paying five, six thousand dollars for a ticket. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> I'd go and sit yeah. in the bar and watch it. Um, and the the reason I was going to do that was because I was so convinced this was our year. I, I oh, thought we man. were by far the best team in the NFL. We were. Yep. Yeah. We were. Yeah. Took the gods, football gods, to uh, strike us down, mm. unfortunately. Yeah, cool. Solar Custopus. Yeah. Yeah. Should we carry on with the show? You want to st- are, you, are you staying, Nick? I can't remember what we got next. I, I mean, I can. It's, it's up to you guys. I'm, yeah, yeah, I yeah, found yeah. A nice, I found a nice quiet room over here at work. 
So, uh, so, I'm so sure well. come and kick me out, I'm okay. So if you've well, got the time, it. then we, we've just kind of finished up talking about Steve Wilkes and um, yeah, we did. While while both uh, well while all Gareth, Naji, and Paul are quite positive, um, I am not so positive. <laughs> and I, I look at his coaching history, and I see a lot of really short-term positions, all of yeah. the same position, defensive back, defensive back, defensive back, defensive back. And when I see that, to me, it says that he's had a season at a team, the team don't like him, they've moved him on, and he's managed to get the same position at another team, rather than he's moved on because he's been promoted, like the likes of Domingo Ryans. So I do have my concerns there that potentially this may be the first poor hire that the organisations have. Having said that, obviously I will give him 110% backing as a 49ers coach. It's just that it does have me concerned. What are your thoughts on the hiring of uh, Steve Wilkes? So I honestly, I kind of love the hire. Yeah, there's questions, but I mean, out of everyone out there, that was not going to change the system much. I think that he he's the guy. I think the, the big difference is, you know, the way they play the safeties. I mean, with him and his scheme and his blitz, his blitzing percentage as well, it's pretty high compared to uh, uh, D'Amico and Salah didn't blitz at all. But as far as um, the hire, I mean, I I can't question Shanahan. He's been excellent with yeah. his hires. Yeah. And yeah. he's been excellent. So, and he's by far, I mean, probably the most experienced in a sense of age and in a sense of um, just being around the league and, and, and the scheme. So them having Kusevic there in that interview with him actually gave, gave me even more confidence because of that. Since Kusevic was in the room with him, and, you know, they kind of like aligned on what system they're going to run and what not to change right. and what's working and what's not yeah. working. So that's why I'm feeling very positive. And number one quality for Shanahan, he's a leader. He's a leader of men. And that's his one thing. I think coaching-wise, he'll come along with his experience. I mean, yeah, his numbers haven't been well and continuity with teams as well. But that might have more to do with who the head coach was at the time and them probably moving along. I haven't done the research, but. Maybe they've moved along and then he's moved along because of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a good point here because it was either him or Vic Fangio, really. And yeah. if if Fangio would have came, he would have probably tried and go 3 4. Yeah. And then I don't think we've got the linebacker depth to, to go 3 4. I'm sure we could have found a nose tackle in the draft, maybe. That's a big if, and it's it's a it's a whole rethinking of how we do things. And clearly, our defense is good, so you don't want to change much, if anything. Um, and yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, I, I like the fact that, as I said, I think he was the in twenty seventeen. He was at the Panthers when, uh, as a DC, they and, were and they were they were a very good defense. I know they had Luke Kickley and very good corners like Bradbury and stuff but it's just like if he's done it and he's got the pieces in terms of roster manpower I think he can do it again um, let's let's give him time like, remember Salah's first year was pretty up and down mm. and then it just kind of exploded it wouldn't surprise me if we get the same or even shorter shorter stints so um, yeah we'll see we'll see in September won't we let's hope he doesn't bring Josh Norman in <laughs> God no, no, <laughs> no thanks. I mean, the take... fact that Norman got us, we made it as far with Norman last year. To me, is still like incredible. Like, yeah, incredible. yeah. <laughs> he was not true. good. We were, we were just diving into a, a little bit of quarterback talk. Uh, I think we yeah. just been, uh, talking about Brock Purdy uh, and the. Uh, recovery time that we're hoping will set him up ready for uh, training camp. Do you think uh, Purdy's going to make it back in time? So from what I've heard, I was actually listening to uh, another podcast previously to this, and they said that um, the thing is, do not assume what the recovery time is yet until they open them up and confirm. Until, what it's yeah, be. that's what, yeah. Yeah. So so that is the big question in the room there. 
But um, I'm hoping that I guess the MRI and everything showed that this is what was recommended and that in three months he'll be able to start throwing and then by uh, preseason he'll be pretty ramped up almost already. So, um, I mean, I love Purdy, man. How can you not love him? Yeah. yeah. How can you not? Love right. I love Trey as well. I'm not going to lie. There's so much potential there. The fact that people are writing off Trey and then I don't know if you guys have seen some of his interviews because he's in the Super Bowl and he's doing yeah. interviews. He seems like he's trying to take more command of the team and he's getting more involved with guys. I mean, the guy's got a great head on his shoulders. Every time he speaks, I'm like, is this guy really 22 years old? Mm. He's yeah. like mature beyond his years. I mean, I think Shanahan just, he has a way of motivating guys and pushing guys. And um, I think that's what he's doing with Trey and Trey. I mean, if he stays healthy, that's a big hit. I yeah, mean, I and we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I, I'm down with Purdy as well. Yeah, Trey, Trey's had a, a tough couple of years, I think, and particularly coming in with all the baggage of being three first-round picks and then having to be understudy uh, for a year to the to the old man that you've just replaced. I think there's that's always always a difficult transition. Well, I don't think Purdy had some of that baggage. There was no choice. He, he could just come in and make the team his. And I don't know that, uh, that Trey really got that opportunity. So um, that's maybe something that I, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, in camp. Uh, what about the rest of you guys? Trey, Trey Lance, what, he's, what has he got to do this off-season? I think you mentioned it's Purdy's team to lose. And I think you're probably right. Yeah. So he's got to go and beat him out, yeah? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Got, to, yeah, he's got to give the, uh, the offence the confidence that he can get the ball to. I think that's the thing. Yeah. He, he needs to improve his accuracy a little bit because that was something that was missing yeah. coming out of college anyway. He hasn't really had the reps to improve that in a game day situation. Hopefully, and I keep on saying this every podcast, hopefully Shanahan doesn't use him as a running back. Let the oh, kid dude. throw the ball, <laughs> let him develop as a passer first and let him use his legs to actually extend players and to scramble away from pressure. If he can do that... I think it's going to be exciting to see how Trey develops over the season if he does eventually get those reps. Um, but going into uh, training camp, you've got to say it, it's Brock Purdy's position to lose. But I think it will be an open camp battle to see who's gonna who's gonna um, be the hot hand going into the season. Yeah, oh. to me it's effic- efficiency. Sorry, Paul. I'll, I'll go. To, to me, it goes down to efficiency. Brock was so efficient at running that offense. He was just on it. From the moment he came in, we didn't lose a step on offense. And I think we actually we got better on offense yeah, because I agree. he was managing it exactly how it's supposed to be run. Um, getting, pe- getting the ball to people that are open on time, which then allows the big play every now and then. And that's why he was very good at the mistakes were very minimal, and and it was just it was just a hundred percent perfect almost all the time, and then that allowed us to score you know thirty seven points a game for a five or six game in a row, and I think that's what Trey is going to have to show that he can step in and then run the offense as it's supposed to be and not being on third and twelve and then having to to be Superman and do an amazing play because you can't win games like that. That's what Jimmy used to be. Um, it's really difficult. You have to be so good every now and then. It's very difficult to replicate that over the season. And that's what I think that's what Brock got success because he was just consistent, consistently good. And if Trey can come in and be at least as good as Brock at running the offense, or even even slightly less, with the with the extra weapon that his legs are, I think he'll win the job. Um, but he has to at least be as good as as Brock, which is. Not that easy, I think. That, that offense isn't easy to run. So I look forward to it. I think it's a battle. And it's good for Brock as well. Because if, if Trey is bowling, he's going to have to be better. And he will be better. He's only a rookie. Yeah. So, you know, it's, ama- it's an amazing problem to have to have oh, yeah. two potential quarterbacks that can start. And then, well, you, you see what he did this year. I, I, because if we forget that we had Brock when Trey went down, having Jimmy there ready to go straight away, you're still on the Super Bowl run, right? And we're still next season in now. So if Brock wins the team or if Trey wins the team and then one of those two guys gets injured, 
then you get the other guy and you don't lose a step and you can mm. carry on momentum. So yeah, it's an amazing program to have. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I would love to like spend four weeks in San Francisco and watch them battle every day. That would be amazing <laughs> in August. But yeah, because uh, we don't get, you know, like that's the problem with journalists and reports. Uh, you don't really get the full story, the full training day, yeah. see how it goes. You, you and you don't, you know, in the room. Uh, view of it. That's what you get. Yeah, yeah, you'll get the story. Wow. Actually, chaps, Lee is mm -hmm. compiling a list of content creators, Jordan Elliott. Brad Graham, Chapman, Breezy, yeah, they're all at yeah. training camp. Yeah, Trust me, the last couple of years, they've been very accurate with their report. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, yeah. Lee, Nick, I don't watch any other sports, buddy. I have seen all the interviews. I've seen all the footage. And one thing that I've loved is how Trey Lance has come out and he's answered the questions. He spoke really well on the Rich Eisen show. Yes. And I like how mm -hmm. Kittle and CMC and Debo are going around and they're not pussyfooting around it. They're actually saying you have to compete if you want to play on this team. And Trey yeah. seems to be rising to that challenge. And I love yeah. that culture around our team. Kittle's come out Nadji, and said, it's Brock's team to lose. Debo yeah. was saying, we Trent Williams can line up in the same stance. All that nonsense on the internet, don't listen to it. We compete. And the, they're all fired up. Brandon Ayew was on with Brad Graham. And he was saying, I want to beat the Eagles next year. Well, similar to what you said, Nadji. So yeah. this team aren't shying away. But like you said, that quarterback battle at camp is going to be something. All I wanted to say about the injury is I'm a little bit more pessimistic than optimistic purely because, like Nick said, until they open it up, until they go yeah, in, I just hope true. that he makes the right decision for him and he isn't rushing back just for the team. Mm -hmm. But I've read more on Tommy John and Tracy keeps saying, who is this Tommy John that you keep reading about on the internet, Paul? I was like, he's not a player, Tracy, trust me. But... Um, <laughs> I just hope it isn't that, because if it is that, then we're in for a world of pain. But we will worry about that when he goes to see the surgeon mm. in a couple of days' time. Mm. Yeah, they say the 20th, right? Um, yeah, 10 days. Yeah. February 20th. Yeah. 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 yeah so. Iron sharpens iron, guys. We'll see. Like mm, they say exactly. the competition is only going to make them better. Yeah. And yeah. remember, Trey never had CMC. That's another point. Mm. That's Jimmy true. came mm. in with CMC. Jimmy looked more comfortable than I've ever seen him. Yeah, absolutely. Purdy right in there. So that is that is our key factor there. And I thought we would win yeah. because yeah, we had that last yeah. piece. That run he had for a touchdown, have you seen that in slow motion? Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It, he's so good. I mean, we went yes. wild in Leeds. We did. You must have gone yeah. crazy in Philadelphia. I mean, we love that touchdown. We went wild. To be... <laughs> we went wild. I, I, I called them. Uh, I said, yeah, there he goes. I go, there, there he goes, white chocolate. And all the guys <laughs> laughed. Like, oh, man, I like that. I'm like, oh, he's so good. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, speaking of good performances, uh, it's the time of the year where uh, we launch the much-coveted 49er Faithful UK Awards, also known as the uh, the Four Fuckers by its, uh, its abbreviation. <laughs> uh, this year, we are, we, we are going to do something perhaps a little bit different this year. Uh, we thought we'd uh, mix it up a little bit. We are we're going to pick uh, off-air. Uh, we're going to pick four candidates for uh, each potential uh, award. Uh, we're going to put those four candidates onto the wheel of positivity and then we are going to give the wheel a spin on the live show and one of us will have to make the case for that player to win that particular award. So hopefully that makes sense. It might make more sense when we actually come to do it on the show. When we do it. Um, yeah. we, are, we are doing the, the usual defensive player of the year, uh, offensive player of the year, rookie of the year. Uh, that could be an interesting one. Uh, an overall team MVP. Uh, then we have another few awards. Um, perhaps we'll we'll cover them in a uh, in another show. Perhaps um, that's enough Texas, for, yeah. for four so far. But uh, there were an absurd amount of awards given out last year. It was about twelve, I think. <laughs> we did. So, so I think we're, we're going to possibly possibly bring that down a little bit this season. So a lot yeah. of love, a lot of mm. love. <laughs> yeah. So you guys going to get watching the uh, get watching the highlights, get watching the uh, uh, the game tape from this season. Uh, and and see who you you might get yeah. on the wheel of positivity. Uh, so, sadly, so when 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 is this? When when are the awards? So probably exactly yeah. two, weeks. two weeks. Is it going to be next? 
next week on, or the week after. Yeah, yeah we'll wait it'll, for it'll the, be within the next two weeks. Uh, yeah. right. well, I can't wait. Lee's going to do a show next week, Nick, on his time over in the gold right. mine and in California because he hasn't been able to give all his secrets away. Yeah. So we're going to do that show next week yeah. and then we're going to do the awards show right. after. But obviously we'll drop the link on Twitter and we'd love yeah. to get you guys over the pond involved once the pod drops for you to give us your opinions. Veal. and mm. you know. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. I'm really, just, just give me enough time and I'm I'm definitely interested. Yeah. Well, it's the Jags game, right? So it'll be oh, October. Um, if it no, is, so it'll be October, Jag- right? No, I think the Jags game is uh, week four, which will be the end of September. Oh, so well, the first right. one. Because yeah. it's usually Tottenham first and then Wembley. No, no. Oh, no. Actually, you might be right there. Yeah. October, yeah, first week in October, right. since I think the first, I think Labor Day is later this year. And we usually start the season the third day after Labor Day, which is the first Monday in September. So it might be closer to the first uh, Sunday in October. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll be around that time. Maybe. Whatever the case, I'm ready, guys. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to wait that Party schedule in release. Uh, something yeah. to look forward to already. Uh, something perhaps not to look forward to. Uh, unfortunately, there is another game left in the NFL season. Um, no one cares. Really, uh, really no care too much about it. Um, but the the Niners, <laughs> the faithful, always make it to a Super Bowl event. So I think a few people are getting together uh, on Super Bowl weekend from the UK faithful. Yeah, so th- there's a few of us going down to Leeds again. Um, ho- hopefully the Leeds curse will travel across the both uh, the <laughs> Eagles and the Chiefs and neither one of them win. Um, best case scenario is Bain turns up, the, the ground opens up and swallows the lot of them. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure the beer is going to help, and we can drown our sorrows, watch a game, uh, and hopefully complain about the officials together. <laughs> well, on the last show, Darren, the half. on yeah. the last show, I declared my love for Christian McCaffrey, and he said it better than anyone. I want them both to lose. Yeah. Mm. See, I'm, I'm, see, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't really care about the Chiefs. I'm not one of those guys. That, like, I don't want to be one of those. Brady hater with Mahomes. I just embrace how good he is, and I enjoy watching him play football because he's amazing. Yeah, he is. And I, I want, I want the Chiefs to destroy the Eagles. Oh, God, yeah, so a game that's not even close, like a forty-five to ten. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want, I want to see Mahomes ascend to, to Canton already, and and just like destroy them because it's gonna happen anyway. It's gonna, it's gonna end up in a Hall of Fame. So oh, yeah. he might as well right. just, but. You know, people don't hate the Chiefs because they're that good. Just embrace it, enjoy the football. Otherwise, you're going to hate it for 20 years, and you're going to be one of those anti-Brady people. It's just like, you know yeah, what? It's yeah. good. Just enjoy watching him play. Yeah. But the Eagles, nah. <laughs> Got a I'm not rooting for anybody. <laughs> no, I'm not either. So, so if, I mean, I think the Eagles are going to win. Because of the pressure they, you know, they yeah, very cause with those front four guys. And uh, remember when Mahomes lost the Super Bowl pretty convincingly was because of the defensive line of Tampa applying that pressure. I mean, they are weak in the linebackers, though, the Philly. So Travis Kelsey will probably have a day and Jared McKinnon, former Niner. We'll probably also have a game. I mean, you can't count the Chiefs out because of Mahomes. I don't really know, but right now, I think I would say 30-27 Eagles. So there's going to be some points scored. Wow. I I don't think the Eagles can handle Chris Jones. You know what? That's a great point. That guy, I mean, I... I mean, I, I, I love him as a player, but I still remember those two batted yeah. balls against us. Same, yeah. yeah. Debo just, could have still know. been running. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, and Jordan Hurts has not been looking good for a while um, with the pressure of the Super Bowl. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Although he does show up in big games. So, yeah, you know, I remember right. the national championships when he, he had to get in for two, and he, he looked awesome for Alabama. So, yeah, we'll see. I just want a good game, honestly. Let's get a good game. Let's not get robbed of an opportunity of a good game, kind of yeah. like we did. Let's yeah. just cross our fingers and hope for a good game. Man. Mm-hmm. May the best team win. But to your point, um, 
The Chiefs defense, what well, weren't they number two in sacks, which is very surprising yeah, to yeah. everyone. So yeah, so everyone, you know, discounts that because of their quarterback play and how explosive they are on offense, but they forget about their defense. But yeah, we will see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as well for me, Nick, the Chiefs, you know, five AFC championship appearances, you know, oh, they're heading into their third Super Bowl. Like you said, Nadja, I don't hate Mahomes. Obviously, the 20, 20 Super Bowl up in Newcastle, still, we all have memories of those lights coming on. Yeah, but, you know. Getting beat. But that said, like Nick said, I, I want to shoot out. I do not want a bar fest like the Rams Patriots. I want to see oh, some God, trick no. plays. Oh. I want to see a shootout. And I just hope for a good game. And I'll be up in Stockton, Gareth, with a couple of the faithful. So I will be repping red and gold. I'm not heading down to Leeds. I've had enough of Leeds for one year. I'll just go to the side. So I'm staying local. But there's a few faithful joining me and a few other fans. So I'm looking forward well, to that, buddy. We've, we've got an announcement later on that Lee's going to make. And you can find details in that announcement that he's going to make uh, in a so, second. So you can actually find details anyway because that, that's been put in the group. So the map. Oh, yeah. The, the map has, of all yeah, 49 UK meetups in, for the Super Bowl. I was trying to. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I, I, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. Um, Go on. You, so, I mean, now, we, Lee. Yeah, yeah. You've got so, the mic. Go on. So a good few years ago, a good eight years ago, we had a website. Um, uh, and at the time, what success looked like for the website was basically trying to transition everybody from Facebook onto the website, which was pretty, pretty poor idea, and that's why it failed. And um, we stopped using that website a good three years ago, I think, three four years ago. We took it down because it wasn't getting any use. Um, but now we've reevaluated what we can use a website for, and because we've got a lot of members who aren't actually engaged on Facebook, but they don't use Facebook. We've got a lot of Twitter users, Discord users, people on Instagram. We, we decided that we'd uh, launch the website again, redo it, redesign it, put some more content on there, uh, and basically make it a portal for communicating to those that aren't on Facebook. So what you'll find is um, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll already have launched. So I intend to launch it on uh, Friday the 10th of February, the admin have all had access to that website so they could have a look. Um, I've both myself and Wayne Humphrey have created the first two blogs on there. Um, my blog was written actually 10 years ago um, when I was going up to Candlestick Park. So that, that's quite a lengthy, interesting read. Um, and we're going to ask people within the group if they would like to write blogs and we'll put them on there because it's always interesting to find out how people became fans or why they decided one particular year that. They felt like going over to San Francisco for a game. Um, so that'll go up tomorrow. Um, there's got an events page on there, which will tell you all about the latest events coming up. Um, we have our podcast channel on there. We've got our YouTube channel on there. Um, we've got a 49 News channel on there, which also has links to um, all the, um, the the Twitter users we recommend you to follow. And there was one Nick Perra on there. His Twitter handle is on there. You just need to click the button and that means you will automatically follow Nick. Um, so there's, yeah, there's quite a few on there uh, and it's people that we respect uh, and think we can get uh, loads of interesting information and articles from. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to seeing what uh, everybody thinks of that. And so the website's uh, put that in. in. So I will just north. add this in there so you can get a, a brief That's look of what it looks like. Wow. So, nice Beautiful. clean lines on it. That's very nice. Podcast, you know, YouTube. There's a front page. Very nice. Hmm. You can you can you can find the rest by yourself when it goes live. Yeah. Like. So we kept, we, we try to keep it nice and clean and uh, to the point. So the information is just there, easy to find. Um, like I said, we've got a contact page in there as well, which fires straight off to our email address. Um, and hopefully this will help keep the people who aren't on Facebook engaged. And like I said, it's got all of our different links on Instagram, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, podcasts, Facebook, um, our, our new channel, our Nick Talk channel, um, where, <laughs> yeah. where Nick Ludlum's going to be doing a load of crazy dances. Uh, <laughs> among other stuff. Yeah, so Nick, check Nick, that one out. Nick is a really good guy, man. He is. Yeah. Pleasure to meet him as well. So that is it. That that is my one and only PSA. There you go. 
Well, that was quite that was quite that an was announcement. Excellent. Yeah, website, a uh, huge amount of work. Well done, Lee, and uh, and Wayne, I think. So yeah, it's it mostly went. So Wayne set set it all up in the background, um, and I just uh, put the content in. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Wayne is a legend. I'm such a good photographer as well. Thank you, Wayne. Mm. And a lot of his photographs on now, I think, to uh, to enjoy. So. Yeah, there's there's one or two on there. We we will be putting a gallery up there for all the meetups, so we'll get all the photos on there. Um, but obviously, nice. the problem with that is um, it, it starts adding to the load time of pages. Yeah. I may have submitted. A f- I, I may have submitted a few of Wayne's photos to the 49ers Supporters Club with his permission. So Nick Clark and Amber must be thinking, what on earth? Where have all these photos come from? But he sent us the HD version for Leeds and he said we were allowed to, to use them. So yeah. I keep checking on the supporters club page. They haven't appeared yet, but the last ones from the official meetup in the box are on there. So it's always great to scroll through the photos mm. and, and see us oh, all nice. there. So that's fantastic. And it isn't linked, Gareth, that I tweeted out asking for a list of content creators and Brad Graham replied which blew me away he put like a list of who's who of content creators so wow. that's obviously going to go on the website for people to follow the same people we're following so yeah. that'd be good so nice. if you've already noticed that uh unfortunately nick's just dropped off there he's been disconnected um more likely because he was on his mobile um and i think we were just about to wrap up anyway it would have been good to say thank you one more time to nick um yeah De- yeah, definitely thank legend. you from thank you. from me because now that you guys have been able to actually open those packages, you might stop messaging us asking them when you can open the package. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, they're lovely. Uh, the camera lovely is terrible. Surprise. Getting uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who who have you all got? I've got Cap twenty twelve NFC yeah. champion. So, so me, uh, me and Naji have the same one, and you and Paul have the same one. So oh so, oh, is it different? Right, I didn't realize. Yeah, what have yeah. you got, guys? So they've got the 2019. Oh, right. Okay. Nice. I'm happy with my Kaepernick one. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so anything I'll... else before we, uh, before we wrap up, lads? We've just broken the hour. Great to have Nick on. Um, we should do yeah, that yeah. again. That's cool. No, I think that's it. Um, that's everything I've got. No, this is this is the first of the off-season, everyone. Uh, we're going to go down to one show a week, maybe less, when there's nothing happening. Uh, obviously, Forfuck is coming soon. There's never nothing. Yeah, yeah. you know, free award? agency, the free draft, agency, draft, the schedule, which is the massive schedule, this year. Yeah. I think we, we'll have to do a schedule uh, live pod, and then and then OTAs. See where Brock's out with his injuries. See where Trey's out with his injuries. All that stuff. Um, yeah, love Niners. It never stops. But we'll be there talking about it. So Before you finish off, Gareth, oh, no. you normally you normally used to say about the YouTube channel, and then we scrapped it. But we've brought the YouTube channel back now. Yeah. So we do have four hundred and twenty-one subscribers, which is pretty amazing, yeah. given that we've just relaunched. So yep, people, would like, people would go on, yep. like the videos, comment, share the link. Yep. We are trying yep. to grow. So yep. the more YouTube subscribers we can get, like Nancy said, we've got a lot of content coming. Um, and it's it's great to see the support on there. And also the band Gathering of Strangers, please do go give them guys a follow because they've been blown away so far by the support. And that job you've done, Lee, with the, the intro video is amazing. And every time I, I will... put it on, the song's on. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's a good song. So... It's a great song. I will yeah. say they're probably touring at some point. Check out. They're in Manchester. They're go they're, and see them live. in Manchester on March the 10th. When? Well, what, what did you say? On the 10th? I think it's March the 10th. March. Yeah. I'm in Amsterdam. Yay. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go and see them, buy their merch, because that's how they make money at the level they are. Um, go and buy them a beer at the end of their gig. They'll, uh, they'll appreciate that, I'm sure. So uh, that's how bands make money these days touring and selling merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great Unfortunately, Spotify doesn't stay. <laughs> All the announcements are done. Hope everybody gets to enjoy some sort of game um at the weekend if you're if you are bothering to watch it because i gotta say I, I don't know that i will um i can watch the highlights on monday evening if i'm so inclined um and that's not mm. just me yeah it is me just being bitter and twisted 
But there we are. Oh, sorry. I've got one more thing to say oh. because the bread ball season started again. I don't mm. know how it is for flag, but for contact, everything is starting right about now. Uh, rookie days might have happened already if you've never played sport, but get involved, people. Go and play the sports. Um, just go on the BAFA website, BAFA.co.uk, I think. Um, and you can see, you can search team by your areas. Go down. Even if you can't play, they might need coaches, they might need line people, they might need anything if you want to be involved with the sport, if you love the sport. Now's the time to, the season's kicking off. So now's the time to get involved. Do it. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I've got practice on Sunday. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Flag, flag, I think it's a little slightly different schedule, isn't it? You guys are in season now. So. Yeah, so I think this the, the official games kick off March, April. But I will say, Nadji, there was a couple of the contact teams last year. Yourself, there was Connor Charlton. Yep. Taggers on 49th yeah, yeah, yeah. UK. We, we are a community. And if you are playing for your local team, drum up some yeah, yeah. support. The faithful up and down the country, the group is growing. We'll turn up at the games with our with our flag. We'll support. Yep. But yeah, like yeah, you said, totally. Nadji, it's been great to see. And the Discord channel, there is a Britball channel on there. So if you're unsure where your team is or where your yeah. games are, ask. you know we'd, we'd love to see you up and yeah, down the country. Don't, don't be afraid to ask. Absolutely. Sorry about that, Gareth. That's all right. Wonderful stuff. I was just going to say thanks and thanks to everyone who listens or watches to the uh, watches the show. Seems a bit odd saying now you can catch our YouTube channel if you are indeed watching this show on it. But there you go. You can still catch it or or a podcast if you prefer <laughs> this show without seeing us uh, an hour. Uh, fairly unkempt um, and lumpy faces. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week, or at least some of us will, with a show about the gold mine section at Levi's. And I think Lee and Nadji are possibly going to be taking the lead on that one. Yeah, that, yep. that's mm. going to be a live show. Wow. Yeah, we'll do that live. So I will uh, leave that in your capable hands. The off season's here. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, as soon as one's done, there's another one around the corner. Go Niners. Go Niners. Bang, bang, Niners, guys. Love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline.